Um, so yeah, personal victory. I, Alexis and I were on the couch the other night and we've been doing this thing where like, when we've been talking about like, Ooh, we need to wrestle more. Like I haven't really wrestled with anybody in a while. And like, I think having like a fun wrestle would be, uh-huh. would be good. Um, but <laughs> that has led to us like as we're on the couch and like laying there and like playing with like our hands and just like having our hands intertwined. Like we do this thing where like we just start squeezing each other's hands real hard and we just see how hard we can squeeze each other's hands mm-hmm. until we stop and shit like that. And then like one time and you know, we, we're kinky and shit. And so there's a lot of fun, like no kidding, <laughs> kind of like holding each other down a little bit at times. And mm-hmm. like, it's always playful. But then like after we started talking about wrestling, it's got, gotten to where it like, comes to like oh yeah you really think you can get up right kind of stuff which has been cute but then it's oh we always back away real quick like ah ha ha so fun Uh but finally the other night um (laughs) uh we were talking about it and I, i don't know how it came up how the subject started but alexis was finally like is it weird if I feel like I really want to arm wrestle you right now? And I was like, no, let's fucking do it. She was like, are you serious? I was like, hell yeah, let's fucking arm wrestle. Like, let's go to the kitchen table and like, let's do it. So we went to the kitchen table and we arm wrestled and I fucking won. I fucking beat her and it was so fucking tight because it was one, it's always one of those things like, you know, and you know, sometimes in relationships, you can clearly tell who the yeah. physically more strong one is, but or we're the ba- upper body. Oh, there's different muscles by the way. Yeah. yeah, I know. But I'm just saying like, you know, like if you're a six foot tall dude dating like a five foot tall girl, chances are super cool. She wins, but yeah, it'd be really tight if she was like some buff bodybuilder bitch who could just like pound him down. And he but like, was never using his arms. Yeah, and he's some like a you know where he limp wristed yeah. English major that's just lanky six foot tall. But you know, what, then, you get the image I'm conjuring. Win. Yeah, yeah, and so it's just like <laughs> we we we're about the same <laughs> size, and so we did this arm wrestling, and I fucking beat her. <laughs> And did was, it, was it like a struggle or did you win handily? I mean, it wasn't a struggle, but it it wasn't like it started and we just I just immediately pushed her hand out. It started in our arms like locked there. Mm-hmm. But like I knew that I have more endurance than her and mm-hmm. I figured she was pushing as hard as she could. Yeah, so you're letting her tie herself Yeah, out. so I just held it there until she started and then I started to squeeze my hand and mm-hmm. curl that wrist back and then I mm-hmm. like beat her. Yes. But it was so much fun cuz I was just like this is what happens when two bottoms are trying to decide who has to top. The loser <laughs> of, the arm, of the arm wrestling has to top now. <laughs> the physically weaker one, ironically, yeah, has to top. Has to top. But hopefully, the lower body strength is doing better. Yeah, but it, it's it was so funny to me because like she was like <laughs> she's like man like I really didn't think through doing that like I I didn't think I would lose. <laughs> I was like oh that was a mistake. Man, I was like. <laughs> I'm not like bulky, but I'm strong. Like yeah. I'm a strong person. I worked out most of my life. I've always been very athletic. And uh-huh. like in my head when she was like, you know, we were going to arm wrestle. I was like, I'm about to win this arm wrestling <laughs> thing. Like I know I'm uh-huh. about to win. Like it's uh-huh. not even a doubt in my mind. And like if she like, I didn't, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just had this confidence I was going to win. I guess if she had beat me, I might've been in that same spot, but I feel like I would have been like, yeah, meh, whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. she really believed she was going to, like, come out on top. And so now it's been, like, a fun part of our dynamic where it's, like, now you know 
I am actually stronger than you. Okay, certain muscles. There's other ways. I know, that but you but that's the mentality uh-huh. that has come with it, right? Like I've physically bested her, uh-huh. and so because of that, I am like the physical like dom, dom yeah, dom, right? And like it honestly has like given me a lot of like dom top energy. Like beating her in an arm wrestling competition has made me kind of like a little more dommy, and like yeah. I'm really getting into like. Yeah, Contr- not controlling her, but like being the, like the, being the one. one. Yeah, being the dominant one. Yeah, totally. It's weird. I mean, you know, it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the girl and I were just—I would call it wrestling earlier this morning, except that it's like a joke because she was just on top of me, and I'm like, okay, well, I have to go do laundry, and she's like, okay, we'll just get up whenever you're ready, and I'm like. <laughs> you know, trying to push anyway, and we all know that, um, <laughs> are you, gonna, um you know, that I, yeah, I, I mean, I tried, I tried, and it, it takes a few seconds of trying, and I'm winded. Just she's, you know, she's quite a bit stronger than I am, yeah. Um, you know, and she's got what 20 pounds on me or something. I mean, like, there's just, I have no chance. It's, it's a, it's just like that Nala Simba kind of pin yeah. you again thing, uh-huh. and that's just like <laughs> a cute way that I like to think of our. <laughs> Maybe I should identify as one of those genders where I'm uh, aligned with a lion. You know how there's like animal genders and stuff. In amongst the noun self gender <laughs> subcategory of, <laughs> I was looking through some of the flags again today for I can't remember something on Twitter led me yeah. to trying to look stuff up. There's and, a lion gender. Well, okay. So, had you ever heard of? Have you ever heard of noun self pronouns? I mean, I've read the term, but I haven't like looked into it. I, I just didn't assume, think I never heard that one before. I mean, I, I've heard it only in that like. Yeah, why don't you take a guess? <laughs> yeah, I was like, so it, to, <laughs> we should play guess that neo pronoun or gender or sexuality or whatever. Yeah. Every day. Every so time. I think noun pronoun or noun self is like where you see and identify yourself as a thing that is not human or within like the human spectrum of experience. So like you were saying like you, your noun self could be like, I really am a lemur. I really am a cat. And like, that is just who I am. And like, it's not a human. So it's a noun, it's a person, place or a thing. So technically I guess maybe you could be like, I am a, I am a Moscow. I am a Belarus. <laughs> like, yeah, why not? Any, I am I mean, a. I think that's I am fine. a gay male sex dungeon. I'm I mean, sure, I think that's you know? good. If you want to yeah. do that, I'm like all a for German it. Sex dungeon. Is I my think gender. any kind of no, new invention I think it, and permutation is just inherently fun. Exactly. Well, and I think that the, the, and that's why I bring it up in this like Simonala context because it strikes me that I'm like. Because because I was trying to think of her as like the man in a certain way the other night and some something in my head like she she kind of looked like a sailor in this little outfit so I was trying to have like a sailor fantasy where I'm the girl and she's the guy but we're both women but <laughs> so I I got to this point where I was like you know human sexuality like gender relations as uh, you know the the are are too um, kind of fraught with all the baggage now, you know what I mean? And so I was I thinking about this. I'm like, yeah, bec- like that framework of the Simba Nala relationship sounds exactly like me and the girl to me. So I'm like, I mean, and maybe I could have one of those genders where 
with her, my gender is Simba. Simba. I'm Simba gender. <laughs> That's probably already on here. <laughs> Should we also play guess Can you whether tell that... me what a noun self actually is? Like, do you oh, that, have I think a you nailed it. I think you. I think it, so. It's, yeah, it says a uh, type of neo pronouns that are derived from a pre existing word to be used as a gender neutral pronoun set. Any words can be turned into a pronoun set. It's interesting that it has to be gender neutral. Or what does that even mean? So there are a theoretically infinite set of noun self pronouns. These sets can be themed around concepts that have nothing to do with gender, such as nature, technology, or abstract concepts. Oh, it's a pronoun. I was see, oh, yeah. you just said noun self, and so I was just thinking that that was like a type of identity. I didn't know noun self was a oh. type of pronoun. Yeah, but that's basically anyway what you said, you know. Yeah, yeah but but just, I did. I was thinking more of like no, it, I mean it kind of was, but I was thinking more like I identify as a lion, but I wasn't thinking of like. I am going to create a pronoun oh, yeah. derivative of the word lion well, for my lion self. Well, if you're a noun self person, you you might be interested in noun self pronouns. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, I don't know if I would say yeah, I think it's it's not really Leon or whatever, Leo gender, you know, like although I am a Leo, um but specifically Simba gender, like it feels yeah. like that's my Then again, maybe I don't know what the sexual uh politics of lions it, you know, I don't know what that what that's like, what their culture is, because you know, different animal species all a, have different. I think it's a lot of rape. Probably a lot of rape. <laughs> I mean, if, which, if animal, I mean, a lot of rape, or like uh, from the videos I've seen, like on like you know, uh, the internet and fucking planet Earth and shit. It's like a lot of like dude just sauntering up behind like a lion babe like fucking trying to catch her unawares no she's like a lot of times like they're just (laughs) like laying there and then like you fuck for a minute and then just or yeah are lions one of those where the women are just like fertile once a year and so the lions can smell it on them reproductive cycles well anyway i gotta gotta look that up because then i'm like if you well for any animal that you're thinking of identifying with them and not just like a particular disney character version of them say yeah um you might want to look up <laughs> what their actual sexuality yeah, especially like. if you're into like a breeding fetish yeah. which i definitely am it's like or you know donkeys, it, it, would, maybe. it would be fun to like vacillate between being fertile all the time and constantly being pregnant or mm-hmm. it's just there's those few times and so like without when you're here. when you're like fertile oh better watch out right like, yeah fucking well how about if that's a sexuality then forget gender you know for those people who are like on the gray spectrum the gray ace or whatever you know like half half asexual or some spectrum somewhere along the spectrum of asexuality how about if those people, maybe some of them are like just once a year people, you know, there's that one little window, maybe it's three days long in a I'm year. I'm sure or that's a real thing. I'm sure that's a thing. But yeah, so then you should find one of those animals that's like that and then call that your and sexuality. That. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that, that might already I, exist. I think that's a brilliant way to get closer with nature, to bring yeah. us all collectively Figure back out, to We nature. all like identifying with animals in all these ways. We have our little astrologies. And that's kind of and like what this is. This could be the non-racist way to be like, spirit animal, which is right. racist, right? So like, let's, this be that, this let's, is neo, or let's neo-pronoun our way into it by, by noun-selfing I, with animals. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think that, yeah, all of oh my these... my God. That is some of the like dumbest <laughs> ways these, to work around oh. being racist. Oh, no. It's not racist is the point. All I know, these identities it's just, all these it's, so gay. it's very gay. But all of these like possibilities, identities, gender, sexualities, it's just basically astrology wasn't enough for us anymore. And so now we have an endless well of stuff that really is related you know, rooted in our own experience more than just like the stars said so, you know, but we have this like you know, thing that we can keep mining to be like, yeah, I do identify well, I mean, as we are the stars. We know? are the stars. That's so. a good point. So this is just us. We are the starring the fuck out of things right now. 
Yeah. I mean, I do, you know, I make fun of it, but I also am like, well, yeah, you know, also true. <laughs> sure. You know, it's not bad, but yeah. So these are like, mm, these, I, go ahead. Sorry. I just, I, I had the idea of like, you know, we're talking about like the, someone on like that, you know, gray scale, whatever yeah. the, the asexual spectrum that like only one get fucked once a year. But I really like the idea of like someone who's asexual, but can't help but succumb to their own need to breed. And so like they really don't have any sexual attraction, but like when they're like quote in heat, they can't help it and they have to fuck. And it's this real Dr. Jekyll, Mr. But they, Hyde they type like thing. hating it kind of. No, like, I mean, or they don't, or like not caring about it. Happening. No, I mean, it's like they turn, it's not like they hate it. They, they are fundamentally different being like they, mm-hmm. the need to breed is so intense that it uh-huh. overrides the rest of their life where they're asexual and they have no sexual desire. But like when they're like, I need to, I need to, you know, get pregnant or I need uh-huh. to fucking come and someone and get them pregnant right now. It's like the asexuality just disappears. That to me, that, that kind of like think, deep psychological like need to breed is so hot. What do you think that someone could just have spontaneously developed that sexuality? Or do you think someone could intentionally um, kind of weave their sexuality into that? Uh, I mean, I wasn't thinking about it at, uh, like in reality. I was just thinking in this like, wonderful oh, hypothetical world where like there was a person who, identified as like completely you know asexual so i wonder can you identify your way into that where you kind of convince yourself like oh yeah like i am like a lemur i don't know i'm just you know i I think you can definitely i mean the mind's a powerful thing i think you can definitely think your way into just about anything exactly if you're you know if you're good at that kind of thing people believe some wild shit like the type of like intense fundy religious like cults out there and shit like that like grown ass adults will believe a lot of things that another grown ass adult tells them. So something you're telling yourself, yeah. I a hundred percent think you can do that. Well, that may well be why you won the arm wrestling because you knew you were going to win the arm wrestling. Alexis didn't yes, know. Yes, she did. She, no, she went in saying like, I honestly didn't think that I was going to lose. Didn't think that I was going to lose. It's very different than you going, I know I'm going to win. True. Yeah. So I'm just saying that it does give you an edge. I mean, that's one of the like lessons in life is you really are supposed to just believe that you're going to win. Ugh. Which is wild. It's hard to do that while also not being cocky. Like it's a weird being a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, you have to like simultaneously know that you're the best and then not let on. And some I don't know. I still haven't quite nailed it. Yeah. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Have you heard of emoji self pronouns? No. <laughs> what do you think emoji self are? I don't want to know what that is. That makes <laughs> me feel right like there. it's about to like hate. No, it's cute. Is that just like, uh, yeah, okay, fine. I mean, is this like <laughs> where you identify as an emoji? It's or like your pro, uh, an emoji is a pronoun, right? Okay, so it's not necessarily that you identify as an emoji, but that on the internet or on your phone or whatever, you it's, uh, the only thing changed being the emoji itself. So only one. Okay, 
Oh yeah. Okay. So they follow. So it's just like strawberry picture went to the store. I met strawberry today. If strawberry does not get a haircut, strawberry's hair grows long. Oh, I, I see that. Yeah, yeah. So it is the pronoun. The pronoun is just like an emoji. Yeah. That makes sense. But it's okay yeah that's it's fine it's not bad it's if not i can fine. take just, simba someone can take a strawberry so here yeah i know but i'm not I'm, asking I'm you to use that as my Look, pronoun I'm, but. i support all these things that doesn't mean i'm comfortable with any of them i identify as uh <laughs> there's a certain emoji that i identify as but the girl doesn't update her phone so she doesn't have it it's just a square with a box to her <laughs> so you're just a square so i just be a square <laughs> box my emoji itself <laughs> Man, Ariel's <laughs> such a square. It's the little one. I identify as that little face that's being kissed three times. Yeah. That's my emoji self pronoun. If, if everyone would please start using every time, you're, if you've updated your phone <laughs> more recently than like four years ago, then yeah. um, the my, little smile with the, yeah, the three, it's getting kissed three times. I vacillate I between nerd emoji and cowboy emoji is who I identify as. Which one? <laughs> the scientist? What do you mean nerd emoji? The one with the glasses on it. Oh, the little dork with the teeth. Yeah, yeah I use that I one. I almost use that one today. I for use the first that one time all the life, time. Not and I use the cowboy it. hat emoji a lot. Cowboy. I feel like, I know, definitely whenever someone did one of those like on facebook like it, you basically are the last like the top five emojis that you use post yeah. them and mine are it's it's, it's so gay it's all just yeah. lovey kissy upside down <laughs> face i <Gay>. mean hearts. <laughs> <laughs> well what uh, am i gonna do but yeah. the next few i don't know okay you he, have cowboy hat yeah it's like the, with the, the little emoji with the cowboy hat on top that's smiling real big I have like a, a goober i love it um Some here's class. the th- here's why I don't like the emoji uh emoji self mm-hmm. emoji self whatever it was emoji self yeah it's because when you're reading it out loud like that and you're like strawberry whatever you say the thing it reminds me of burns where like it, at burns people have burn names right uh-huh. it's like the name you use at the burn right and it's usually some sort of like noun yeah, like that right or that. or adjective or descriptor or whatever do you have a burn name or are you not allowed to say like the mormon church <laughs> no the mormon I, temple no <laughs> uh, i don't have one i don't want one either okay. it's like i i call people them because you know i it's I, like I, pronouns or anything you well, i love that it. and like you know i've never fucking met you before and you told me that your surname so i'm just going to call you that and it's honestly way easier to remember than like oh there's another john you're right. like you're like this is just practical yeah you're like i can remember frog way better than Brittany. yeah yeah i can remember hug bear better than hug bear yeah people have some cute names look and oh, people yeah. have do cute name ones you know like uh, i i love some of them but like it it's just it's just like the it's just like an nth degree into like cheesy earnestness that like i for some reason am uncomfortable with you know? And so like when you're reading out, you're like, strawberry did this and strawberry did that. I'm like, I don't like that. That just feel that's too cute and earnest and cheesy. And it, yeah. even though I know it's a good thing, it, it irks my soul in an uncomfortable way. You know, like it's a, it's a me thing that I'm not okay with it. And I know that, but I'm not okay with it. Yeah. Here's my thing about it's it. It's just a little pronouns don't really get you if you're having a conversation with one person now maybe in a group text this could that could make sense but if you're at most of the time you're having a conversation with one person when do your pronouns come up are you 
do do strawberry want to I go mean, to the store? It's like for you. I mean, because otherwise, because if it's she, her, him, he, him, that, those kind of I mean, pronouns. Be like, all right, see you later, and, send, and see you later. Something, but then that's just your name. I, I know, know but then also, same. I know, but it's like a cute nickname also. And yeah, like, and then I. Here's but I'm just the saying, thing, it comes though, up more if people are talking mostly. about you. Yeah, but that's why. That's where I think all this started. It started on the internet. It started with people yeah. in discussions and talking about things and in group chats, right? Which is why, like, it's in use. It's like, yeah, yeah well, Strawberry did this. If well, someone, Strawberry said so and so. If people well, would refer to me as the little face with the three little hearts on it. How would you verbally do that? I, I, Have you seen you need every, recently? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's actually hearts. I just looked it up and not yeah, like I, I wasn't uh, going to correct you. But, but I do like the, It's still, I think is like still like what that picture, you know, what you need to evoke that picture. So we all seen Ariel. Oh, <laughs> went over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would thrill me. I don't know if people uh, really want to do that. Um, but yeah. So otherwise, yeah. Strawberry or jealousy scientist or whatever dork. what did you call it? Nerd face. Yeah. Nerd face. You want to be nerd face. You could be nerd face. <laughs> Have you seen nerd face around? Nerd face or <laughs> sorry. That's our handles. Okay, well, so I'm I'm I didn't realize how in favor of all these genders I was going to be, you know, but you make good points. And then uh, the rest of them are Did you know there's anti-homosexual? I just I don't know if you're going to be able to get this one. And I don't anti-homosexual. know if I It's A N T I A N T I H A E Man, is that where like Anti- you're against anti homosexual? You're against like I don't even know. You're I, I, against my, something. <laughs> yeah, my my like my like Latin roots and weird root words are, are failing me. Uh, the H A E. It's it's it's. I don't. I'm not sure. I agree with the. But I mean, maybe. What is it? It's a sexual orientation in which one is attracted to only to people who are not. At the moment, any guesses now? Gay? No, okay. At the who, moment. Who attracted to only to people who are not at the moment menstruating. In some extreme cases, anti-homosexuals may only be attracted to people who never menstruate or who have never menstruated at all. Some of them are pedophiles, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't say I mean, people who are never going to menstruate, you know, geez. You know, there's a word for everything. I, so now there's a word for I really don't like periods. Yeah. Okay. So some people are like, yeah, it makes you unclean. What if you're just like, you're like a penis dude, you know, and you're straight and you're just super straight, but you're like, I just am really not in periods. And so you just seek out women who like have some condition where they don't ever yeah, have periods. Or, I mean, also, I you mean, know, athletes, but if you some want people, who's never had one, some people faint at the sight of blood. Some people pass out when they see spiders. Some people scream running when they see a cockroach. Maybe I don't know if that's a sexuality or if that's just like you have an issue. Yeah. You know, but I guess you can create a sexuality around out of anything. Yeah. You know, you can rule 34 a sexuality, you know, there, of anything. And there is like this biblical, concept of um you know it being unclean yeah. and so i can see some men like just kind of having internalized that from whatever and having this feeling yeah. of like Ugh. I mean, or from women to self-hate you know and for and sure but very- also conversely there are people who are super into periods right like this yeah. is just one end of the period it's spectrum a, yeah. attraction sexuality spectrum so what what would the so i guess being into it would be like a hymophiliac yeah 
or a homosexual. Homosexual. Where you're yeah. like, I have a rotating schedule of people that I date who at any point in time, one of them is menstruating. Yeah, exactly. I think we've actually talked about that before. People who are into periods. Yeah. So they have a, they have at least four yeah. chicks in their life and they only do the period ones. Yeah. Um, Sometimes they overlap. Uh, and it's, and it's and it's just yeah, like, exactly. Oh. And if y'all spend a lot of time outside, they all sync up with the moon. So he only gets to have sex once a month, but that you know, one week a month, but that week is like, yeah. Um, that's a great sexuality. I think anti-homosexuality <laughs> is kind of gay, but homosexuality is super tight. gay. <laughs> yeah, in a good way. Yeah, good gay versus mm, I don't know, maybe gay. You know, yeah. anti-homosexual. That's kind of lame. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. And then the, the also the, the 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 flag is just like this weird shades of ray, red red with, with an X, X on it. it, like no red. <laughs> Who does some fucking Tumblr people? I don't know. I didn't see that, that is, part of it. I mean, I would, I love. I only read the A's today and the A's were long, as you can imagine, with the prefix situations and, yeah. and queer's fondness of the letter. I would love being in the room when anti-homosexual was invented. I want to like, go to an know, anti-homosexual meeting. Just, you know, seven of us being like, yeah, I realized I was anti-homosexual <laughs> four years ago. And <laughs> <laughs> if someone comes in the room and they have a period and someone's like... <laughs> Is that? Yeah. Who's fucking menstruating here? <laughs> Who the fuck is this? <laughs> We're allowed to come. I wonder if it's mostly men or if there are That's like a, non-binary really, women, homosexuals. Especially where you're just some like, of that, some self-hatred and discomfort and dysphoria and all yeah. this, whatever. And then also just uh, even whatever, forget the gender stuff, just the, you know, you can hate... Uh, body hair you can hate anything about yourself and so if, and and learn to hate that in others because you hate it in yourself all that so you can any woman could be a anti-homosexual for sure yeah. just the same way a I mean, lot of anybody women, can you know well yeah especially I, I anybody. guess that's kind of like any any sexual identity anybody could really be it unless there's a sexual identity that oh, like trust me some of these are very specific a lot of them <laughs> a lot of them it's like you have to be non-binary in order to then be and then be attracted to certain combinations of stuff so there's not as many from every other perspective but there's a lot of like non-binary who, people who are mostly attracted to women and non-binary folks but occasionally attracted to men but they may be a little bit ashamed of that <laughs> there's, it's everything dude i mean but it's there's so many that are like yeah look live y'all's dream but also maybe chill a little bit and just it's, like his flags are cute but I like mean, the what flag, are we? look the the i love a good color palette so like any sort of like color scheme color palette situation yeah gonna be on board with it but at the same time like maybe you would have less anxiety and less, waste less mental energy if you would just like just fuck the people you fuck and like not maybe you don't have curse it out maybe you haven't it. figured out your sexuality completely yet you're 22 years old maybe keep just having some experiences before you sit there yeah, and go that's what i did let's but have like, a flag and an idea yeah. because you could get like stuck that, in that an is, idea this you... for real some 22 year old yeah. shit like some like I, this is who I am, and you're not gonna tell I mean, me I can't. This is be. fun, you guys. I can't believe they've added seven flags and the, are the color schemes of the shit we've been making fun of for four and a half years. Or whatever, like they've added them to our Instagram filters and our little Bitmoji people. At least mine. I don't know if everybody has all these, but mine. They're like, and on it, it was. It wasn't just Pride Week that they had little non. You know, so the, like these things are are have entered our world really our lexicon what you not know really like the, you're not going to find like that flag emoji anywhere like the anti whatever oh yeah that right? one no what 
But I'm saying, like, it really, you only ever see the rainbow flag or the fucking, like, trans flag. I, I'm just saying, I never thought we would see the non-binary flag, the pan-gender flag, the agender flag. So, I don't think that the anti-hemosexual flag is ever going to make it, no. But I do wonder, like, which ones still are I going mean, to. that's kind of fun. It's kind of like an, it's kind of like natural selection of the identities. Yeah. Like, the ones that stick, stick, and, yeah. like, will rise to the top, and then the ones that kind of like don't get as much traction or people realize like are a bit like half cocked and a little too intense <laughs> make you one. know fall to the wayside <laughs> i'm to make one that's like anti-wiki sexual like or, or, or gender where i i have a gender but it's the kind of gender that can't be expressed on a gender wiki page <laughs> <laughs> like three four my gender can't even be expressed in words yeah my gender is so amorphous and whimsical that like no one can pin it down there's already like three of those which to me (laughs) this is like this tickles like the nerd (laughs) side of me because like this like to me points to the problem in the west and like western language and like philosophy of language we'll just we'll just the rigidness and the kind of like um unadaptability of English in a lot mm. of ways, right? And and of, like, the way that, like, our language allows us to, like, talk about our experience, which then governs how we process it, right? Mm. As opposed to, like, places all over the world where, like, language functions differently, like, words hold meaning differently and convey meaning differently, you know, not just, like, in the definition of a word, but in how it's placed in relationship to other words, right? And so it's, like, it. I don't think... Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think you would see as many of these identities being, like, invented and proliferated if, like, other languages might be, like, the dominant way that, like, we interpret our reality, right? right? Like, But that's why English is the, like, funniest language of all. That's why we have the best comedy. Our language is so weird and clumsy and fun and ridiculous and mix-matched. You know, like, I think that's why we're so much funnier than the Scandinavians. They have all these... You know, everyone has a loose, everyone has a looser, if it's more fluid, you can't like catch it in little mistakes and, and excesses and stuff. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, I love seeing it happen. I love seeing all these things. Yeah, get so I mean, it I makes kind me of, really like, happy. What I'm hoping also- <laughs> is that people continue to make these, but that they're not, no one's really taking them that seriously. I hope people are just like, I love making these little flags and I just thought of another one, y'all. Maybe you're a non-binary person who's attracted only to men who on, identify as gay men. On Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, but they're also like, sometimes you could have this sexuality in combination with other ones, but you're trixic if you have one of the several sexualities where you are yeah, attracted to some kind of... Yeah, y'all just a new type of astrology. It's like exactly. How, into, how, that how, is what I'm how intensely do you want to read your sexuality chart? Like, instead of a start or your birth chart? Is there an like app your, where you can, like, explain, like, oh, okay, if I click on trixic, then under that umbrella it unfolds to all of the ones you know that now i can choose from about these types of men or whatever and mm-hmm. not and or non-binary people and can whatever. i combine these can things can, yeah. and then edit them down like and then see i'm compatible kind of like with building a dating a site character sheet also yeah. where it's like well i like you know i'm non-binary and like uh you know vagina people on tuesdays and thursdays but i yes. but also i identify with this thing this where i very like D&D. penis people on wednesdays so i can combine those so it's like i've got a tuesday Backstory. thursday Wednesday. yeah like you're mixing all yeah. your things together 
together. It's and- your identity. It's your backstory for your little character, which is adorable, but just don't take it too seriously. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, okay, remember that things are fluid. You don't know everything yet. Let's don't don't harden your identity into some concept that you have. As long as that's not happening, I think people are just enjoying making the flags. But the have flags you- are. So gorgeous. pleasing. The pl- they, I can think I make fun of it, but I'm like, it's like I'm like a kitten just with a ball of string. So pleasing again. Just like lesbian flag. as you scroll, looking at patterns of the flag. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Jesus. Let's do just one or two more. Um, have you heard of straight? S T R A Y T. No. Do you want to take a crack? <laughs> Is it straight, but you have to be from Britain? I'm straight. <laughs> straight. <laughs> you have to be from somewhere with a straight. I diphthong. Yeah. Australians in Britain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only straight in Britain. In Australia. <laughs> that accent. Okay, so straight <laughs> is like being straight, but in a uniquely non-binary way. It is. See, again, so many of these are rooted in non-binary people's experience. It's non-binary people trying to describe what would be heteronormative kind of relationships and interactions. It seems to me. It is for non-binary people whose attraction is not to the opposite gender. Okay. Due to the nature of non-binary genders. Right. So, but it still feels straight to them. So whoever they're with, it feels straight to them. Depending on the nature of one's gender and their attraction, straight can refer to non-binary people who are attracted to women in a straight way, non-binary loving women, or non-binary people who are attracted to men in a straight way, non-binary loving men. It can also refer to non-binary people who are attracted to non-binary people. Why would that be straight still? feels. I mean, I guess so. No, no. If you, because you don't have a, you can, yeah, okay. You can be straight for non-binary people. If they feel their attraction is straight with an uh, IGH, for example, a feminine aligned non-binary person being attracted to a masculine aligned non-binary person. Okay. Yeah, because of feminine. Yeah, that makes so I mean, it's just, it just makes sense. But I'm just gonna forever think of it as straight. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those straight non-binary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, if, if you look, identify again, as any of these things, especially if you'd ever heard of them before us, please do let me know. Live but your I'm dream. Curious but... about it. I am very curious. Okay, well... I I think we really, for real, need, like, a new type of, like, person that's, like, instead of a fortune teller, you can, like, go to... Tell people what their gender and sexualities are. No, go in and, like, have someone break down. Yeah, I want to... All right, let me get form 321. Okay, so do you or do you not identify with any of the following? Yeah, exactly, (laughs) dude. Okay, based on what you've told me, it seems like this is what it's going to shake out for you to be. Mm Mm-hmm. The app could Here's be like the mobile version of that. Exactly. I think we could make a mobile version of this. We <laughs> ask people all these questions. It would just, it would be hard to program because some of this, okay. Like, have you heard of a non, a, a non-binary? I've seen that, but I've never looked into it. Do you, do you want to take a guess? Can I show you the flag before you take a guess? Yeah, I would love to see the flag. So it's the non-binary flag, but on top and bottom, there are black lines as well. Yeah. And that's not like a Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yeah. I've seen that flag, too. I have no idea what a non-binary is. Okay. It's a gender that isn't binary, but even still, it is outside of non-binary. It uses the prefix A to show this, although it is not necessarily the same as agender. The difference being that agender is the lack of any gender. 
a non-binary people have a feeling of gender, but that gender is not a binary nor non-binary gender. A non-binary can be a generated entity on its own or it can be used as an umbrella term. Of course, they say that about a lot of these. It can be used as an umbrella term. Some a non-binary people may also identify as transgender. Sure. A non-binary people can have any sexual orientation. Some may use a non-binary collection of sexualities. Oh, So uh, agender is the absence of gender. This is like the cousin of that. It's just like, yeah, I got a gender, but it's not binary or non-binary. I, oh, sure. I mean, I identify with this. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Maybe I, that's I what as well you are. feel a non-binary. I should. I know. I Maybe you that. finally found what you are. <laughs> Maybe I accidentally, found it. you just stumbled I'm, into a non-binariness. Yeah. If you you if you don't have a feeling of like what the fuck when you're thinking of my gender, then you're misgendering me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I am a non-binary. You're so right. I always go in with the intention of making fun of these things. And then I realize it's who I am. We learned something today. This is like the Mr. Rogers neighborhood version of gender fluids today. <laughs> do you want to, do you want to listen to us go through a string of identities and ironically like not or non ironically enjoy all of them? <laughs> Uh, even though they are the so, day no. gender fluids showed support for a bunch of new ideas. Well, it had That's... been in my Twitter profile, not into binaries, which I mean for, you know, in general. Um, and so now I'm now replacing that with a non-binary. No, I'll, I'll let, let people look that up. <laughs> okay. Well, that. those were the A. Those are the highlights of the A's today. So maybe next week I'll bring the B's to you because I really do want to go through them all. I'm kind of working on a project of sorts. <laughs> okay. Do you do you fart in front of the girl? Do y'all fart in yes. front of each other a lot? Uh, What's your f- that level has of like start- fart? We started that a few months ago. Um, oh my God, thank you so much. Uh, and I, I've always been ambivalent about it because on the one hand I want to be able to do it and be comfortable and whatever. And a lot of times, like, I I mean, I just know when it's just not going to smell and it's just, I got gas inside, you know, um, bubbles. Just pressure management. Pressure, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it can be funny and all that kind of stuff. At the same time, I didn't want to you know, do anything to the romance. And I think so, but I realized because my brain will make these comparisons to what I was like in former relationships and then make this connection to be like, well, that's why it didn't work, whatever, when I know perfectly well why they actually didn't work. But my brain, and so she had to kind of talk me through like, yeah, you can do that. You You can fart in front of me. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're now in fart territory. See, it, has that been the way it's been in pa- past relationships? Like, I know with you and ex-wife number two, like, she didn't fart at all. Yeah, and, and like, so I would tried only fart to not. Sleep. I think I just mostly tried to not in front of her, but maybe it would happen. So I can't remember if I kind of got to the point where I just would some. I'm not really yeah. sure. See, that's so... This is such an interesting... I hadn't thought about it really until uh, uh, Alexis and I started text talking. Text Katie and be like, did I fart in front of you? <laughs> I don't. Uh, <laughs> I do text her the craziest shit anyway. So. Um, <laughs> but we were just talking about it. It's like, I have made her more comfortable openly farting in front of me. Mm-hmm. Because for me, it's a thing like in my relationships that is just kind of like non-negotiable. I mean, like I'm not just going to start farting around you day one, but like 
quickly within weeks, like if you can't handle me casually farting around you, we're not going to work together. Like if you can't handle me at my casual farts, you don't deserve me at my not casual, <laughs> my not, not casual, fra- not casual, moments. not farting, <laughs> you know, at the times. Yeah. Um, but, Cause like, like, like you said, it's like, I know my farts. I know when it's going to smell versus like when it's yeah. just going to be a sound. Cause like I got a weird stomach. Like I do a lot of yeah. like pressure management. And I just realized one time that like holding in farts is, has never been beneficial for me it always just makes me feel worse like i'm just not gonna do that and not make that compromise for anybody yes also it helps that i just think that they're hilarious like i can't like every time i fart i smile (laughs) it's like why should i deny myself that joy yeah um (laughs) i wish that yeah i wish they worked on my tickle bone quite as well as they do on yours i mean i they can be funny to me but they're i don't know i just fart so much like they just sound so cute and funny it's like different ones (laughs) (laughs) i think yours are like funnier i mean I, i i don't know Maybe How I. How do your farts sound, Ariel? <laughs> I don't think I could because usually, if if they're gonna be loud at all, like in the morning or something, it's that really kind of like long and loud, but kind of like I don't know, shallow is the word I want to. I, I, I don't think I could. I'll work on that this week and get back to you. I wish I could have taken a video to show people if you almost trying for a second, like you did blow your cheek out, like a, no, it's just not. I happening. can't. I can't. No, I, I can't even begin to figure out. Hold on. I can't do it. I think so I'm not good with no. I mean not, the best fart method is like the arm, like to I can't I've just never done that. No. I don't even think I can get my elbow there. Are you supposed to be able to get your you have to I don't yeah. Maybe my arm is the wrong size. <laughs> Look, seriously. You can't fit your arm. I can't like I also I'm just really flexible. You're holding your arm. Maybe it's okay. <laughs> Actually, what I did with my elbow right there was not that far off. No, it's a one-time thing. <laughs> it's like it's kind of funny, but if you weren't here laughing, I would not really. Not at all. Just like, yeah, that's funny. I don't yeah, know. no, Alexis doesn't think it's funny either. <laughs> that's the only part that's funny is how funny you think it is. Uh, <laughs> it's, like a, it's not like if a special person for a moment. People constantly shit on me for my taste in movies. Not not any, as much anymore because I'm I'm less I'm less I'm le- yeah because I'm less vocal about what I love now. But like like the the horrible movie the love guru uh that i love but i do love that movie has like a scene that like just defines farts and poop jokes for me Mm-mm. it's like <laughs> it's like mike myers is like sitting like at a you know a fucking bar or something and he's got like a coffee mug and he just starts like I forget what does it, but he starts making fart sounds into it. Like and it's got this really great echo and he's just holding up to his mouth making fart sounds. And like the way he's doing it is fucking hilarious. And like the other dude's like cracking up too, but it's like, 
I remember watching an interview about that and him being like, yeah, like we, I was just doing that. Cause like, I just think it's funny. Like farts are just funny to me. And like, so I was just making fart sounds and like making myself laugh and like, I was just dying laughing at it. And that's how that like ended up in the movie. And I was like, I identify with that. So it was the first time I ever heard somebody verbalize how I feel about it. Where it's like, there's just something inherently funny about fart to me and like that's why like when people are like it's just fart humor i'm like you take the good name of fart humor out of your dirty mouth do you want to do an erotica or trauma Mm -hmm. always you often hear people talk about having desires of being taken advantage of uh as children When I was little, I also had these fantasies, and they were fulfilled when my best friend's mom abused me for a year when I was in middle school. Before I thoroughly worked through the trauma, it was weird because I viewed it as simultaneously the best and worst thing that had ever happened to me. Now I'm at the point where I can look back on it with all the emotional attachment and recognize, without all the emotional attachment, recognize that it was actually kind of super hot, even though it was fucked up on her part. I was emotionally manipulated as I felt as I fell completely in love with her. I was heavily groomed and also sexually abused. Oftentimes, I feel somewhat nostalgic for this time of my life, but also guilty and wrong for still kind of enjoying this fucked up thing that happened to me. Mommy role plays are still one of my favorite things to do with my current girlfriend, and I think I will always have a deep and interesting relationship with this kink. Yeah, um, I had a question, but now it's on but i i had some idea that it might be erotica because of some little no i'm high um but yeah so it's kind of like the the one we had the other day except instead of just a sexual um one sexual encounter this was a prolonged yeah uh relationship oh 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 i was just gonna say my first image once once she reveals the or my was it is it a girl uh, okay. I think it's a boy. Oh, well, in my head, it's a girl. Uh, <laughs> for my own sake, um, maybe. I mean, oh, I just much preferred because my first question that my head, my mind produces is, it, uh, was she hot? You know, it, yeah. I, just for my own, if I'm gonna masturbate, to, like he doesn't say he or she doesn't say one way or the other. If the mom is, if hot. the mom is hot, and I'm like. That's an important piece distinction. Of, <laughs> piece yeah. of information. In my mind, of course, this is hot. It's a it's a girl telling the story, and the mom is hot. Um, in which case, that makes for some really interesting erotica. This is who who? What's the relationship again? Stepmom or it's best friend's mom. Best friend's mom. Oh, see, best friend's mom. That's great. I mean, if your best friend's mom happens to be hot, and you're what is it? Thirteen year old, eighth grade? Is that what they? They don't say. They don't say. Just say younger. I thought, I thought they said middle school. When I was a child. I think they said middle school. No, I mean they say, um, yeah, yeah, in middle school. Uh huh. Yeah, you're right. You know. Okay, I think I still. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna vote erotica because I think they're they're trying to make this hot story. This is trauma. Damn it. It's always trauma, though. <laughs> well, no we've only done gonna... two, but this is just... A, a listener wrote this into us also. Well, because I just don't want to now be in this position to be like, hooray. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now I have to be... I mean... 
but so they continue. Uh, okay. They they said I just wanted to reach out and offer you all my little experience. I'm totally open to answering literally any questions you have. I really like the way you talk about and dissect things, and find that we have Aww. similar ways of thinking about stuff. Anyways, okay. stay cool, y'all, and keep making episodes. P.S. Feel free to talk about this on the podcast, but please keep it anonymous. Thanks. So, um, this uh, uh, person. So they wrote in because they love how uh, we talk about. I just changed the first line of like is is. I would say you often hear, but I said y'all often mm-hmm. talk about your desires to be taken advantage of as children, right? Mm-hmm. And then the story started, but yeah, it's trauma. Okay. <laughs> um. So. Did he or she say at the beginning of the story whether is it because they said that looking back, um, they they like started to see it as hot, but it kind of made it kind of implies that at the time they were like, "Ew, I don't like this." Or yeah, they definitely uh, weren't that into it. So like, I mean, there was this weird thing because they that say that they say that they felt they were made to fall completely in love, like with this mom, yeah, right, in okay. middle school. So but also that have... there was like a lot of guilt, and it was definitely a fucked up thing that happened. And then like after middle school, as they were like, you know, I'm sure going through junior high, high school, college, like the reality of what was happening sunk in and like it was fucked up and they had a difficult relationship to it. But at the same time can think back on it as being kind of being hot. Right. Right. And like, and that has left them with this mommy kink sense. I mean, but a lot of us have a mommy kink. So don't feel like you're broken. Yeah, no, for sure. But like that mommy kink's got to hit a little different. (laughs) I mean, like that mommy kink is, yeah, that's so good. Um, uh, like the way the girl, because you know we had roommates at home, we had to be quiet. So there was this like way that she was like, "Now can you be quiet?" <laughs> <It was really>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, is it? Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, the. Sorry, I was just Don't looking for like, any clues of like out. gendered things. Oh yeah, who who what, what I mean, they are? Yeah, but I don't see one. There's no pronouns referring this to them. Person, the best friends, mom, the best friend. We don't know the gender of the best friend, right? Yeah. Um, and like the picture they have is because it really. I didn't even because when I read it, I just assumed I read it from a boy perspective and like um, just assumed boy, but like it could be. I didn't think about it being. A, from like any sort of like girl non-binding and that's kind of hot <laughs> that yeah, makes I, it even I, better yeah i mean i don't want there to be a dude involved in the story yeah, but if here look at their name don't say it but just so you can add that to it oh okay well yeah but that's so ambiguous and then but the picture i know and you can't click on the picture to make it bigger it's such a tiny shitty avatar it is a little visible oh can i, can I describe anything about the picture no well maybe just it makes a difference. I know that's the thing. It's it, fucked up. We, here we are, like, like talking about it. It's okay. We whatever. We don't gender. know whether this is a boy or a girl. We cannot figure it out. But it makes such a difference in the it's story. Story, yeah. Which I'm sorry, but it and like does. yeah, you can be something else as a child, but also just like for the, these for basic porn erotica premises, it's just like. But it's good because it leaves it up to our imagination. <laughs> because now, if someone does want to now use this as erotica for themselves, um, I mean, it is perfectly gender neutral. Exactly, it's perfectly exactly. So you can read your own self, or and whatever you can you just want substitute whatever you want at the end for. No, my girlfriend does mommy kinks. You could yeah. like do. I don't know why I did it in my voice. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> <weird>. um, <laughs> yeah uh, so pretty 
I mean, they didn't really write it as erotica necessarily. We could have judged that. Up a yeah, bit, you know, guys, you're gonna write bit. into us with your trauma, please. I mean, it still was hot, but it's hot. If I, I got to take the time to think about a I hot un- woman, I like I'm trying to think of a mom. You were gonna get it instantly that it was trauma. Well, I kind of did, but I just I don't know. It's it's more fun to guess it, <laughs> erotica sometimes. Um, so, but I was trying to decide. You know, I'm, I'm trying to think of a woman still because if I think of this happening to someone else, then it bumps me out. But if it's happening to me, then I want to check this out. But I'm trying to think of like the right woman to imagine from when I was younger. You know, like interesting. If it if it's a hot mom, if it's just like some lady at church or what, you know, like most of them were not cute. That would have been I don't yeah. like that. But uh, see, for me at that age, I was already fantasizing about fucking my friend's moms and mm-hmm. like might have been one because my mom my, my mom's young and had a bunch of like young mom friends right uh-huh. you know and so yeah, like yeah. growing up i had a, a lot of my friend's moms were attractive and so like i had from early ages like and me just trying to game out because i'm all about logistics it's like how would this happen if i was gonna have sex what are the most realistic paths for me to fuck somebody <laughs> right yes and that's what i was masturbating to and but it was always scenarios <laughs> of like mine me were not being, realistic <laughs> scenarios <laughs> and just planning down to the detail of like conversation and things like that but Uh like um that's why like you know moms were always there because it's always like oh yeah i'm over at billy's house and billy's mom like when i when i read this story Uh i put myself in it and i knew exactly the home i was in i knew the mom that was doing this to me Uh i knew what their bed i know what their bedroom looks like to this day i remember what that house looks like i had so many sexual fantasies planned in my best friend's house not actually billy's house i was just using yeah, billy as a really. pseudonym for another friend but well um, <laughs> you know but also yeah like my mom definitely doesn't run with a hot crowd you know yeah. so don't have as much the the mormon sisters uh we didn't leave but some who were just like a maybe seven eight nine years older than me you know some of the kind of younger adults yeah i definitely could imagine fucking i'm trying i mean it's just weird this my friend you know i'm trying to think about like a friend of mine now who was like she was an adult and just one of the first mormons i ever came out to and she's really i'm trying i can now i gotta think about fucking her it doesn't seem right i don't know really yeah i don't Um, don't know it feels disrespectful i mean it's just interesting in my head like my mind is a free open playground anything is open and acceptable but then what does it do to my relationship to her like next time we're talking it's like Oh man! It deepens I, it and enriches <laughs> it. You don't have. You get to look in her eyes and we, know that you have fucking come so many times to thoughts and just once. And then it's know. a fun joke with yeah. you and yourself. You know, I, I I love having that joke of just like walking around, and just being like, uh-huh. none of you know how many times I've masturbated to you. Truly, none of you know. Yeah, <laughs> and that's beautiful but i don't like feel like a like desire to do that necessarily i mean if i have like a dream someday where that she's in and then i'm waking up horny i might go ahead and like finish that off you know but that's i'm not you're not pursuing I'm like, it yeah I'm, I'm and i'm not i'm just not like jonesing I mean, after it nor it's am just, i i'm not yeah. going through my life with a catalog of people being like i gotta get one in for yeah, everybody but it doesn't <laughs> um so anyway what were we talking about oh yeah Thank so guys. hot moms i'm sure so i feel like if if by the time I was, you know, yeah, thirteen ish and really kind of thinking about like, you know, I'd been crushing on women intensely by so yeah, if like an older woman who was attractive to me and kind had that motherly vibe thing. Yeah. And I mean uh, oh my god. Beyond like just the physical abuse, the fact that they say they were groomed and made to fall what in love with mean? her. 
Yeah, tell us the more uh, detail. No. I, we'll write back. He, they said we could write back with questions, Please. so we will. Yeah, but I want to like, know what the grooming consisted of, if you don't mind. I mean, because it's just like you know, that's that's where it gets deep. That's where it gets yeah. like really fucked up and psychological. Of just like you know, you're in middle school. You're from <laughs> in for my in my case, you know, you're getting boners for the first time that you can't control, and they're just like raging hard as a time and like boners, and then like there's this like hot mom that comes and nurtures you and like makes you feel good at this weird time with this like part of your body you don't understand and then like and then you start to fall in love with her but you feel guilty about it because you know it's wrong but then like you're you feel devotion and a responsibility and um Mm -mm -mm. yeah take out the boners and i'm right there with you but (laughs) um but yeah, no, I mean, I, again, I please don't groom children or yeah, I mean, do whatever. Or if you like are a child, have to say, also, if you are a child listening to this, yeah. please don't have sex with adults. I think we should say <laughs> yeah, that's, I, that's real. I, you know, hey, we've kids. heard that a lot of it's kids listen future. to this. <laughs> I forget all the time that apparently we are big with 13, 17 year olds. We, we are? What? Oh, yeah. Like no. different moms have told me that their kids listen to it. it so that's not okay that's know. not okay <laughs> fuck that <laughs> fuck that no nah. dude like maybe you need- it's i don't know maybe it's not true maybe i don't you know i mean look at the numbers it makes me incredibly yes. uncomfortable because I, I think it just makes me uncomfortable because it's a demographic i honestly never thought about listening it doesn't to this really, yeah occur to me that they might be but but it makes so I much realized, sense because it's like what did i want to listen to when i was 13 oh, I to 17 if i were 13 now i would absolutely have found gender fluid <laughs> oh my god the way the internet is and stuff you start finding things you know yeah I wanted something that was fucked up and wild and that was all about vulgarity and trying to see where that went and like how deep the vulgar rabbit hole went and like the Mormon church would not have kept me in its little vices if the internet had been <laughs> what it is now what it was you know word real it's yeah real. we just had like uh, Xena we were looking up Xena in 96 you know we didn't there wasn't like <laughs> <laughs> so 13 to 17 year olds listen to us we were all 13 to 17 so oh so please don't have about, sex yeah. with adults I you know yeah or kids <laughs> yeah please yeah or kids whichever applies to you please don't get that twisted damn yeah. it please Okay. <laughs> no pedophilia. Please. You guys. Don't do that. We, we're just saying, and if I put myself in my 13, in the memories that I have of trying to embody my 13-year-old self, and, oh, God. So, yeah, we. I can't get a conscious. But honestly, conscious. here's the thing. If I if 13-year-old me heard this, 13-year-old me be like, man, fuck these guys. Like, that's not, like I do want that. I'll gamble some trauma for that experience. Like, you're telling me that's possible? I'll now pursue that. That's what I'm saying. That's why we can't endorse it. Even yeah, we it sounds so hot. <laughs> this is, dude, that's the thing. Like, but again, we don't know what it would have actually been like had we had those. And I don't, you know what? Fuck that. Fuck getting that then. Childhood is supposed to suck. Your childhood is supposed to blow and then the rest of your life will feel better in comparison. You, okay? you're not, you're, you don't you need don't all these good things to happen. You need to get fucked that's when you're in middle school. Now that I'm an adult... And yeah. a woman wants to mommy me sometimes, then I get to enjoy that. But, you know, you just, yeah. it's not the proper order of things for you to get it now because then there's nothing to look forward to, you know. Yeah. You'll wind up killing yourself. Wait till uh, you you're know, 18. Don't, yeah, just wait. Then fuck your best friend's mom. Mm-hmm. When you're 18, fuck the shit out of your best friend's mom. Uh, or get fucked the shit out of Fucking lay that pipe. <laughs> get fucked by her. Mm. Or just, you know, 
tucked in. (laughs) 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 Maybe comforted. (laughs) This is the best thing about, you know, like uh, a funeral. You know, it's the best thing about your brother dying anyway. It's all the hugs from all the girls. I mean, that's the car. You know, you get something out of hard things in life. I was like, here I was, not quite 17, and just all the hugs. (laughs) And even, okay, it's like, yes, there's all these chicks I I like thought were cute or had some little feelings for or whatever who are hugging me and just nice, and I can hug them and hold them as long as I want to. Uh, not it wasn't it's not like it's all period you know it's just like it's comfort but but also even just from women that you like i wasn't into it was like a lot of them are like big soft mormon women <laughs> and it's like mm. oh god this is good <laughs> oxytocin oh fucking hold um, me to be to be in a really horrible like you know sad emotional place and then have people just constantly squeezing you you know it is that's a good roller coaster right there. <laughs> <laughs> roller coaster. That's your kink. Uh, is like people. Pe- your kink is people you love <laughs> dying so that you can get hugged by all the. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's your fetish. Yeah. It's like I secretly like <laughs> not want, but like know that when someone you like, I get excited about the idea. Of, like, and the closer people. they are to you, the more you love them. You know, the more you know you're gonna get long, deep hugs of like, you know, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. It would probably make you a better person. You would have deeper, more genuine relationships. That way you get more hugs and more sympathy at the funerals. Oh, yeah. You're Because you're just looking forward to the hugs. Yeah. All you're ever thinking about is like, I can't wait till they hug me at my wife's funeral. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, you're <laughs> like holding God. it out. You're like the edger. You're not trying to get as many funerals in. You're just like want the one big oh, funeral. Oh, yeah. There you go. Jesus. Oh. You're wondering how... I'd rather old, take you're, you're wondering, deaths. You're wondering at what age, like... <laughs> Is like appropriate to like maybe kill your wife so uh, you get that kill, or like no. like a fine French wine like you want to let it age you just to that right age kill. where there's enough people that how popular is she you want as many people to show up to this wedding and hug you as possible yeah, but so this you isn't, really need her to die this at the isn't prime. a thing no this isn't a thing of you're murdering her because you want I this think one aspect thing. of it could this be. is like a this is kind of a, a an interesting little defense mechanism sort of technique where you're going the worst thing in the world would be these loved ones of mine to die. And yet, I do know that when they die, I will get this amazing gift of all of the love outpouring and hugging all these people and just like get to be like, oh my God. And I, and legitimately be super sad and have this like thing of like, I, this is the worst thing ever. I am distraught. And then go back into the hug. It's like the hot tub to the cold pool to the hot tub. You know, you get to go back and forth between the worst thing in the world and then like, the euphoria of like moments of peace from that. <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's the kind of kink. I don't know. Again, that feels like, cause that's for me, you know, like I, I, I have still intrusive thoughts, you know, OCD wise, you know, and everything. Like I still have intrusive thoughts about loved ones dying. And I just try to, you know, just get into those thoughts. So then it becomes like, yeah, their funeral and everything. You know, just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. That I can't do it. it like it, yeah. for me, it's just like I. 
you know, I don't want to have kids because I'm afraid of like the emotional, like, mm. <laughs> you know, just like what if they die? Yeah, like and just like that, how Before deep me. that connection goes so quickly, right? Like scares me, and in a in a similar way, think taking out like the logical conclusion of life and love is scary in a lot of ways. Like I, I've, I think about it occasionally, but I put death away. Like I've thought about it with Alexis and I a lot because like she rides fucking motorcycles. And so it's just like, I am daily prepared for your death. (laughs) You you know? Yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, uh, and we were in a motorcycle accident together and I, you know, had to have fucking surgery Mm -hmm. and broke three bones and shit. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I think about it in that way a lot where it's just like, fuck, I mean, it is a reality, but like, I, I can't take it to that. We get old and then she dies place yet. I don't think I'm, I'm not like strong enough Forget to really old. think in 10 years, <sighs> think in 15, 20 years. That just hurts. Fuck more. dude. Okay. Like that's the thing though, but it is a stoic practice that I've been em- employing for about a decade now, um, where you, it's called like, negative imagination. I can't remember. Um, but where you imagine like losing something that you love, whether it's your girlfriend or your iPhone or whatever. Um, but you, uh, you purposely kind of like contemplate that reality and that way it, it helps you to appreciate those things more and really be grateful for them and, and like make yourself more rooted in a place of that, hmm. which might sound stupid for your iPhone, but if you really think about it, how much do we just take those things for granted all the time? As much as we hate them, we also get so much out of them. So yeah. if you really think about stuff like that, it just helps you to be in a better Interesting. place and so i think because because i could get kind of hard on myself like oh that's kind of an ocd thing of like if you feel like if you don't do this then she will die um that you you know and there's a lot of that but i try to just make it like i am doing the stoic practice <laughs> and yeah what if she does die yep what if i do lose my legs i get a lot of great hugs <laughs> a lot of great hugs just Fuck. There no. is something about Cry. a I do sadness love crying. hug. Crying is good, but like sadness hugs are different than happy hugs, yeah, right? Like there's really just like just a sink in. there's like a different tenderness there. There's a different like level of like um, people are really just of, of like the you. limbs feel a little loose. Like happy hugs tend to be maybe feel a little more rigid and yeah. energetic. There's like a yeah. looseness there. There's mm-hmm. like a comfort involved. Yeah, it's like a sink in kind of a hug. Mm-hmm. Instead of like a squeeze up tight, yeah. Hmm. Anyway, but uh, you know, I still like the world. I still like the die. version of it where there are people that are trying just to be friends with as many people that are about to die as possible. Yeah, you're also just befriending people who are sick. Well, oh yes, because if you if you wanted to, you could have some career where you're involved with like cancer patients and various people. Yeah, people, you're an end of life care kind of person. Yeah, and yeah. so you get to so know you people. Become genuinely close with a lot of people. Then, you yeah. attend a lot of funerals. You get a lot of hugs. And everyone knows you really were close to them. You spent the last seven months like changing their diaper and stuff and washing them so like yeah. you know if you get that kind of job and then everyone yeah really is like you now you're a part of the family oh that's good <laughs> that's what <laughs> i should get into elderly care <laughs> i mean why is it wrong for it to be something that i enjoy it's not i think it's a I'm really just, it's i think like, it's a really symbiotic kind of relationship yeah. right it's like look i'm getting something out of this too there's a reason i chose this career path just like there's reasons lots of people choose lots of career paths like you get oh, a I thing out of it right i would love to do end of life care 
I would love to. It's like I want to work with children. I work with athletes. I am such a girl. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wonder how you get involved with that. Because yeah, a lot of people just like uncomfortable I mean, with death or something. Well, I, I don't mean I think you got to have a little bit of training, but I also think yeah. it's probably not that hard. Like I constantly, not constantly, but I frequently see and hear things about how like there's a, you know, staffing shortage in like elderly care and like, mm-hmm. you know, nursing homes, hospice homes. Oh, it's probably inpatient that, it's living. a weird time for that right now, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's terrible. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't know if this is the time to get my elderly care business off the ground, but... This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. This has been a hoo-ha-ha podcast. Have you ever gotten a tampon stuck up there? You ever kicked a man in the balls when he told you how to smile? Ever peed on a guy's face for money? Well, we've got you covered. With enough stories, we'll drown out the patriarchy for good in their own semen. I'm Heather Ann Gottlieb, and this is Dirty Girl, available now on the Hoo Ha Ha Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha Podcast.